Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Dig in Denver podcast. January was a big, big month for the Denver Nuggets, and it went by oh so fast, and there is a lot to talk about. So, without further ado, let's dig in. The month of January was absolutely incredible for the Denver Nuggets, and boy, was it a roller coaster ride. Denver Nuggets actually finished the entire month of January going 12 of 4, which is remarkably impressive. I mean, the Denver Nuggets just do not stop impressing not only their fans, not only me, the analytics, the stat stuffers. I mean, the Denver Nuggets are impressing the whole league. They're putting the whole league on notice. Um, Sites like ESPN is covering the Nuggets, a site that's notorious for only covering the Warriors and LeBron James, it seems like, and especially now with Anthony Davis rumors, they actually went out of their way to recognize Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, uh, who we'll get to that guy in a bit in, in a minute. Um, but other sites like Bleacher Report are also getting in on the Jokic action and the Denver Nuggets action. I mean, the month of January was just filled with all kinds of good stuff for Denver. After January, the Nuggets still sit on top at number one in the West. They were kind of going back and forth with the Golden State Warriors uh, for a while there. Golden State came back and was number one for a little bit. But the Denver Nuggets, as of now, back up in the number one spot in the West. But let's get some uh, some interesting things about January so far. First thing I want to talk about with the month of, with the month of January uh, was Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, he made his NBA debut against the Phoenix Suns on the 25th, and man, what he brings to the table is really going to be impressive for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, just his skill set, and just in that one showing, that one small sample size, uh, I really can't wait for him to get back into shape. Uh, from the G League and really, really help out these Nuggets uh, later on in the next few seasons. Uh, but just in his one small showing, I mean, he made a highlight pass to Beasley, uh, three rebounds, which is what he's really best at, in my opinion. Uh, and he made his first career points off a of free throw. Uh, not a big dunk or a flashy shot or anything like that, but a free throw. But hey, my favorite part about all of that was right afterwards uh camera cuts to the Denver Nuggets bench and everyone's going crazy it's phenomenal uh the chemistry this team is developing through this season is absolutely amazing I'm not the only one noticing it fans aren't the only one noticing it again this Denver Nuggets roster is putting the league on notice with not only the points they're putting up the stats they're putting up but just them and their their characteristics and their team chemistry is really, really putting the league on notice. Um, another thing that was good about January was Will Barton and Paul Millsack come back from injury. Uh, Will Barton, I mean, we haven't seen him since October, it feels like. Uh, I think he only played two games uh, before that injury. And after rehabbing it for a few months, he's finally back in January. Uh, along with Paul Millsap, who was out in December uh, with a broken toe uh, for a couple of weeks. Um, and at one point, we all thought, hey, Denver Nuggets are going to get their starting five back together, who 
hasn't been seen play in like the first since the first two games of the season. No, 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 no. Of course not. Um, when they come back, uh, Jamal Murray uh, had a few uh, small injuries that limited him. Uh, Gary Harris and Nikola Jokic had a one-game suspension, uh, which is a little controversial. Um, but yeah, Nuggets still haven't seen the original starting five uh, since the beginning of the season. Uh, since then, Malik Beasley has filled in for Gary Harris, and wow, has he been on a tear. Malik Beasley's been on fire, uh, averaging around 21 points past few contests. Uh, he scored a career high against the Houston Rockets, and out, in my opinion, outplayed James Harden, who in garbage time scrambled for his 30-point streak by chucking up a three and finished the game with exactly 30 points. Um, and that game, he just put on a dunk contest. It was crazy. There's one picture uh, of him. Austin Rivers fell over. He's on the ground. He's got his hands up. And he just put him on a poster. It's beautiful. It's a camera. It's like a camera angle from the backboard. Beasley's about to hammer it down. And you can see little Austin Rivers on the, on the floor there. Just laying there. Beautiful. Absolutely disgusting and beautiful at the same time. I love it. Um... So Malik Beasley slowly uh, emerging from what felt like a really deep bench role to a massive improvement as a starter. Um, and a lot of conflicting feelings about the whole Anthony Davis thing and people coming up with trade scenarios with Gary Harris and Beasley and a few picks and whatever, Paul Millsap, blah, blah, blah. I've said it before, I don't want Anthony Davis. If someone would have told me this a few years ago, yeah, of course, that's great. It's Anthony Davis, one of the best players in the league. But looking at this team's chemistry, how they're rolling now, how they're running the floor, how they're winning games, it's not Denver's starting five. It's not like the Warriors. It's not like other teams in the NBA where it's their starting five playing 35 minutes every night and they're cranking out games. No, this is the Denver Nuggets where the starting five is playing 30 minutes of basketball, maybe even 28, and their bench is coming out and winning games for them. And their bench is stepping up into starting positions where starters are getting injured and playing phenomenal. And I absolutely love that. The only problem I see with that in the future is when the starters do come back, how do you rotate minutes? If I'm Coach Malone, the biggest problem for me is to figure out minutes and rotations with all of these great players in hopes of not messing up the chemistry, the flow of this, this offense and defense. Nuggets defense has also been spectacular. Um, in the middle of January, in the beginning of January, Defense wasn't looking too hot. Uh, in my opinion, it was really starting to slip. Uh, but it seems like they got a handle on that. But back to the whole rotations thing, it's not a bad problem to have. Um, but it's it could be an issue. And but that's that's the back of their problems right now. Uh, we all thought injuries was going to be a big problem. It's not. So it's nothing to worry about. Uh, and they and they proved that already. 
if someone goes down, I'm not sitting there going, oh, well, there goes, there, there goes the season. Not at all. They're bench units on a tear as starters. When Isaiah Thomas comes back, where do you even put him? Monte Morris has been absolutely on fire. Monte Morris has been a perfect replacement for Jamal Murray. Uh, not as a starter, but while he's been away on injury. And him paired with Beasley, it's almost as if the chemistry between Jamal Murray and Gary Harris never left. These two have stepped up in a major way that's been a big factor in the Nuggets' success uh, during the month of January. Absolutely incredible. But for me, the biggest factor of January is Nikola Jokic. I feel like every single game, Nikola Jokic is strengthening his case for an MVP. And I know there's the Harden fans out there that are like, well, he's not averaging 40 points a game. And I know there's people out there that are like, oh, he's not pouring down threes and all that stuff that the Warriors do. Or he's not as athletic as Giannis. He's not a household name like LeBron. He doesn't need to be. His goal is to make his team better through his play. He's not the guy that's going to drop 50 points every game. He's not the guy that's going to be making monster dunks every game. But what he is going to do is he's going to be the closer every game. Fantastic quote by Michael Malone. Uh, quote, last year it was closer by committee. This year it's clear. Everybody knows where the ball is going. Nikola Jokic is our closer, end quote. Yeah. And he's hit a few game winners this year. In the fourth quarter, a couple minutes left, Jokic got the ball. Not a point guard, not a shooter, Jokic. In my opinion, when he's on the court, he's got the best offensive IQ out of anyone on the court. Opponent or not, teammate or not, he's got it. But for the month of January, what would really strengthen his case for his MVP running is he averaged 25.4 points, 8.1 assists, and 11.7 rebounds. Wow. And to some people, they're, yeah, that's whatever. Westbrook did it. Yeah, well, Westbrook's not a seven-foot center. He's not. And also, Westbrook isn't the number one seed in the West. The Nuggets are. And Nikola Jokic is. Nikola Jokic is making his teammates better. And a lot of people argue there should be a difference between MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. And a lot of people get it confused. And personally, I think the NBA should have that. Because a lot of people think, oh, Harden should get MVP. Yes, he is a valuable player. But he is not making his team number one in the West. He's not. Harden scoring 40 points a game, but still losing. Nikola Jokic is scoring 30 points a game, and they're winning. He's getting assists. He's getting rebounds. He's doing everything he possibly can to help make his team better to win. He's not a household name. He's not. 
I love talking NBA. I love talking basketball with friends. And people go, hey, what's that guy up to? Uh, the, the, the Jokic guy. I'm like, Nikola Jokic? Well, for your information, uh, he was selected as an all-star reserve this year. First since Carmelo Anthony, since 2011. Personally, I think he should have been a starter. I don't think LeBron James should have been a captain. LeBron James misses 14 games, and he's captain. Guaranteed starter. No, not in my book. Anthony Davis, yep, he's doing great. He's playing great ball. But to put him at the center when positionally I think he's a power forward, I mean, come on. Should have been a starter, but he's not. Oh, well. Prove him wrong next year. He'll be a starter next year as well. Um, but the first since 2011, since Melo. Very impressive. But honestly, let's all just agree the biggest snub of the Western All-Stars is Rudy Gobert. Sorry, Rudy. You'll get there next year. But Nikola Jokic's MVP. I don't get it. I don't get why, why he's not getting the same attention as the big names are. He's doing what they're doing, if not better, because, you know, they're winning. Someone told me the other day LeBron James was a dark horse front runner for the MVP. What? The Lakers aren't even in playoff contention right now. What is he doing? He missed 14 games. Granted, he's getting older. His injuries take a little bit longer to heal. It happens. A lot of the NBA greats talk about it. But what are the games are they winning? What's valuable about that? And again, that's why I think it should go back to whether or not the NBA should should have an award for that. Offensive powerhouse of the year. Offensive powerhouse of the year. Someone could win the OPHOTY trophy. Not as cool as MVP, but you know, that's what you're going for. But whatever. I'm not a part of the NBA committee of whatever they vote on. If I would, I'd be showing the Denver Nuggets some love. Bleach Report in their last NBA ranking, I think, put them at six. They lose one game and they went like all the way back to nine. It's ridiculous. I think the Golden State Warriors could lose ten games in a row and still be placed number four, five. My favorite game of the January, the month of January, my favorite game was the Memphis Grizzlies game. I'm not the one to watch a game where the Denver Nuggets lose and change the channel or get frustrated. I just kind of get the the dad feel of, no, son, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed when I watch Denver Nuggets lose. Because I know they're better than that. Especially against teams against the Memphis Grizzlies. I know they're a tough defensive team. Grind City. That's all they're about. They want to control the pace of the game. They want to control what the other side of the ball is doing. They want that in their control. And I understand that. But the Nuggets were down 25. That game was hard to watch. 
until miraculously, in the fourth quarter, the Nuggets make a comeback. And even halfway through the comeback, I was still iffy. Like, uh, they're doing pretty good, but they're still down like 14 points. And then the, the gap closes even more. And then it's tied. And then the Nuggets win by three. 95 to 92. That game was incredible. And a game that was actually centered around the centers. Jokic had the most points that game. Blumley had the most rebounds. Jokic had the most assists in that game. Uh, no surprise there, but Jokic had 24. Plumley had seven rebounds. Jokic had three assists. That was a tough, tough game. And then now, as we're creeping into the month of February, the Houston Rockets game. Wow. Even though that was on the 1st of February, I think that hands down, that's going to be the best game of the, the month. That was phenomenal. It was a nationally televised game, so everyone saw it. Everyone wanted to tune in and watch James Harden drop 60 on the Nuggets. Guess what? They didn't get that. They got James Harden scrambling for just 30, which I know is still impressive. 30 points is impressive. But the way he did it, I, like I said, I don't think James Harden's an MVP. He wasn't out there passing the ball to his teammates. He wasn't out there trying to get his team to win. It's like he plays to win. He plays to win himself. And he's not a ball hog. He has games with really high assist numbers. He averages high assist numbers. But that game, he was scrambling. After the first quarter, I made a tweet about it. At the end of the first quarter, Nuggets do not know how to compete against the Rockets. Because they lost nine straight against the Rockets. I don't know if Coach Malone saw that tweet. I don't know if the Denver Nuggets saw that tweet. Or any of the other coaching staff saw the tweet. Second quarter picked around, man. It turned 180. Nuggets started leading out front. I made a regret tweet that said, oh, never mind. <laughs> and it was all uphill from there. Denver Nuggets did not slow down. They kept their foot heavy on the throttle. Picked them apart and beat them 136 to 122. Like I said earlier, Beasley had a high of 35. Jokic had 13 boards. Nine assists. So close to a triple-double. But like I said, Jokic isn't hunting triple-doubles. It just comes to him. It's like Ice Cube. I messed around and got a triple-double. <laughs> and yeah, someone did Photoshop that. I've seen it on Twitter. I don't take originality for that joke. But that one was a good one. And of course, the most recent game was against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ugh. Whenever they play the Timberwolves, man, it always makes me anxious. It is always a close game. No matter wh where they play, when they play, it's always close. And this game was no different than the last game of the regular season last year. But the Nuggets actually But the Nuggets actually pulled this one out. 107 to 106, very last second. I mean, I don't know what's up with the Minnesota staff but they don't know how to plan 
a game winner. Um, but thank goodness for us. I mean, Beasley, again, highest score from that game, 22. Uh, Jokic had an impressive 16 rebounds. And Morris, who's, again, been dominating in the starting position, but quietly had the game high of 10 assists. And he's actually been nearing triple-doubles the past few games. So, good news from after that game was the Nuggets coaching staff solidified themselves as the coaching staff for Team LeBron. So Michael Michael Malone will be the coach for Team LeBron in representing the West uh, because they finished that game as the number one seed uh, with the overall of 37 and 15. Oof. That doesn't get old to say. I, I told uh, someone on Twitter uh, they were going off about how this Nuggets team and what they're doing has historically for the franchise never been done. They've had their best start through 50 games in the franchise. And they tweeted something about they were on their way to 58 wins. And I told them, we are living in the golden age of Nuggets basketball. People are starting to know the Denver Nuggets depth in their bench. Shaq, I... I don't know why he doesn't think the Denver Nuggets don't have depth. He kind of bases his his uh, his thought process off of experience in the playoffs, but all of these guys can play. Doesn't matter if they're the second roster, second youngest roster in the league. These guys can play. They show up. They play their hearts out. They win games. Mike Malone was also quoted saying, "If he does coach against Nikola Jokic in the All Star game, because there will be a draft." He said he will double-team him every time. So, a little humorous there. And, of course, video leaked of them in the locker room celebrating. Uh, they wanted to win that game from alone. They really did. Uh, in the locker room, they were throwing Gatorade and water around, and Malone just got soaked. Um, again, this team's chemistry, not only with each other and the players, but with the coaching staff, is a very, very solid foundation. But that was basically the January recap. I definitely had to do a podcast on this on this month because it was absolutely crazy. Ups and downs, wins, all-star announcements for both coach and player. Second second stringers going into the starting position, still throwing it down, still winning games. But that's all I got on this episode of the Dig in Denver podcast. If you guys want to enjoy more content, you can follow me on Twitter at BucketsBlake. The last E is a three. And you can also follow the Dig in Denver Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Even follow us around on our own website. Got great content out there. Bunch of good writers. Be sure to tune in next time as I'm sure the Nuggets will be winning more games and making more noise in mainstream sports media. Uh, But for now, that's all. Thank you.